Today's episode is brought to you by PodcastLeadGeneration.com. Learn how podcasting can help your business today. Hey everybody, Cliff here. So today I'm going to be talking about uh, moving your business forward. And if you're feeling a little bit stuck, what's one simple thing that you can do that's going to pay off dividends? Be back after the intro. Ready to take your business to the next level? Do you want to get your message out so that you can help even more people? Well then, world changer, welcome home. My name is Cliff Duvenois, and I'm using podcasting to build a seven-figure empire, and this podcast will document my journey. Along the way, I'll interview the best and brightest marketing minds to get their advice and strategies, which I will test, and I'll report back to you on what is working. Welcome to the Wake Up World Changer podcast. Hey there, World Changers. Cliff here. So today, I'm going to be talking to you about uh, moving your business forward, and you know, it, you know, if you're feeling stuck, what's one of the things that you can do? And you know, one of the one of the things I always talk about on this show, and I've I've mentioned this before, Gary Vaynerchuk uh, actually was the first one that I can remember that actually was beating the band on this. But he said, in today's world, right, where everybody can produce content, anybody can produce, you know, a blog article, a podcast, uh, create a YouTube channel is you need to think of yourself as a media company first with your uh, business as kind of like the, the, the second, right? So your media company is out there up in front. You are creating content. People are finding that content. You know, they're loving it. They click through to your website and buy your product or your membership or your software or your service, whatever that might be. So obviously, the more people that you can get in front of, the better, right? And that's what a lot of people are selling. I actually got an email in my box today and I kind of just rolled my eyes, but this guy is talking about how, you know, he got a million followers on Instagram, right? And he's putting together a course on how to teach you how to get a million followers on Instagram. And you know, the thing is, I'm not really too concerned with vanity metrics, right? Having a million followers on Instagram, uh, you know, obviously it would be great, right? I would not turn it down if I magically wound up with a million uh, followers on Instagram. That's really not what excites me. But I think what a lot of people are missing is a golden opportunity. And I find this a lot when I talk to people about doing podcasting for their business because they immediately, you know, they downplay it or they pan it or, you know, oh, well, you know, I, I don't sound very good. And you know what? I was exactly the same way. And where this, where I kind of got this, this whole concept from or this idea from is I've been going back through my books and rereading uh, some of these books that I had from like a long time ago because, you know, I really am working on putting together not just a plan for my business, but a life plan. And I, I feel like over these past few years, I've kind of like been drifting. And so I want to put together like a real life plan, something concrete that I can execute against and build out uh, a life. And uh, I kind of started thinking about this of all places through uh, Donald Miller. And if you don't know who Donald Miller is, he started this um, company that's called Business Made Simple. And it's actually a uh, part of it is a university where he actually teaches people how to market and how to sell. And he's got a very different take on it. Um, you know, I wish it was doing a lot better or a lot more uh, as far as sales goes, because I really like his message. I find it very intriguing. Uh, but anyway, so I've been going back and rereading some of the books. And of course, uh, you know, finance is a big part of anybody's life, especially when you are looking at the fact that, you know, at some point in time, you'd like to think about retirement or whatever it is. So uh, one of the books that I purchased from way back in the day, I went back and, and I reread is The Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. If you don't know who Dave Ramsey is, uh, he actually has a syndicated radio talk show. Uh, he's got a very successful podcast. Obviously, he's written The Total Money Makeover, which has been a huge 
uh, multi New York Times bestseller. I think the I think the copy that I got said four million books uh, that have been sold, which is pretty good. Um, he's got uh, and not only that, but he's got his book, and then there's um, you talk about ascending the value ladder. So you got his book, and then next on that list is the Financial Peace University. Um, of course, his target market is his, he's really he wants to help everybody, uh, but his primary focus, what he talks about a lot, is uh, helping out uh, Christians to get out of debt and to, uh, you know, and to build wealth. So that's his primary target as a primary target market, you know, and he's got this business and now his kids uh, are coming up into uh, the business as well. I'm starting to see like, uh, like, especially one of his daughters, I think her name is Rachel, uh, but she's actually started building out her own, uh, you know, personal brand coming up with a podcast and, and putting out content there and starting to write books and, and really becoming uh, the face of this. Cause I could see Dave Ramsey at some point in time, you know, either retiring or, you know, at some point in time, he's going to pass away and there'll have to be somebody who's going to take over the reins for this business and, you know, be, be willing to grow it. Right. So anyways, you know, Cliff, where are you going with all this? Right. Why are you talking about uh, Dave Ramsey and, you know, well, so I got done reading the total money makeover and I put it down. And then the next book that I picked up was a book by Tony Robbins called Money Master the Game. I bought this book, I think like three or four years ago. And truth be told, uh, I never read it. It's been sitting on my shelf. I've decided that I'm going to read it because I spent money on it. So I started uh, reading this book. And one of the things that occurred to me uh, when I was reading this book, of course, is that he talks about how all the money from this book is going to is going to support his program to help feed uh, hungry people, starving people. And I think he said he had, I think it was in the book. Man, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I think his, his goal was like to provide 100, 100 million meals, right? That was his goal. All the proceeds from this book, he was going to do this. And of course, this book comes out and, you know, he's working the circuit. He's on all these talk shows and podcasts and, you know, everything else to get the word out about his book. And of course, it becomes an instant New York Times bestseller and, uh, you know, kind of moving forward. And, you know, I was thinking about that actually this morning when I was out for my run. And on top of that, I start thinking about a business like uh, Apple, right? Apple is like one of the one of the most wealthiest companies in the world, right? And of course, everybody, you, you can't think about Apple without thinking about Steve Jobs, right? And Steve Jobs really created this almost like cult-like fashion when it came to Apple and uh, Apple products. You know, there's been movies that's been created about this. It's absolutely crazy. Uh, if you think about Microsoft, of course, everybody thinks of Bill Gates, right? He was the you know, original guy at, uh, you know, at, uh, at Microsoft that has really put a face on this. And when you go back out through history, there's been a lot of businesses out there um, that have seen, seen, you know, they've, they've seen, they've seen, you know, certain levels of wealth, right? And when I start going back and looking at the businesses that are out there, especially the ones that, you know, are, are really wealthy, all of a sudden I started seeing this pattern that it seems that every single business, well, I'm not going to say every single business, but most, most of them anyways, have what is called the charismatic leader, right? They have somebody who is out there that is forward facing, that is in the public's eye, uh, building, you know, building the rapport, building the relationship, getting that message out, right? They're the ones that are doing uh, the interviews, the ones that are doing the podcasts. And of course, they're you know, they're saying their name. It's not so much about the brand of the business itself. Of course, that does play into it, but it's about getting their name out there. And the more that they get their name out there, the more they are connecting 
uh, with their real fans, with their true fans, right? So, for instance, you take a look at you know Tony Robbins. There was uh, a point in time where Tony Robbins did not exist, right? He was basically a nobody. And what it was is, um, is you know, the, the history chain kind of goes like this. There was Zig Ziglar who came out, who was like, uh, like the, like, I guess you could say the, the, the grandfather, so to speak of, uh, doing these development seminars, right. And putting down these conferences and these shows, getting people to attend them or whatever it was. And Zig Ziglar, uh, trained Tony Robbins, you know, and when he started opening up his school and said, Hey, you know what? I want to create more life coaches out there. And I want to, I want to create this whole, uh, this whole empire. Tony Robbins was just one of them. Right. There was a lot of people that were out there, but Tony Robbins was just one of them. And so, you know, Tony Robbins really could have kind of like just worked behind the scenes if he really wanted to. Uh, but, you know, he chose not to. He became, you know, the forward face of, um, you know, this whole, you know, neuroscience and understanding why people do what they do. Uh, so that way he can uh, I don't want to say biohack because that that sounds like a sounds like a really crappy. It's not really a hack. He really is going out there. I've seen some of the stuff that he's been able to do, and it's just, you know, it's it's awesome. And and so the thing is, is that by building this brand, by being out there, by being in front of the, the people that are out there, you build that trust factor, right? When you're genuinely out there trying to help people, you've got a cause that you truly believe in. You know, we are trying to help whatever it might be. That's when people start to notice you and start to become really attracted uh, to you and to your brand. And I, I've seen this happen time and again, where, you know, I talk to, you know, business owners that are just like, well, you know, I'm stuck here and I'm stuck there. And, you know, I just don't know how to, to grow the business or how to really move it forward. And, you know, the one thing I keep thinking to myself is, you know, if you could just get your message out there and focus on being the voice of your company, right. And really put it out there, be that charismatic leader, you'll attract a lot more people, right? Because what happens is, is that, you know, when you, when you start getting, when you start becoming a faceless business, right? There's really not one person that's out front. People like to know who they're doing business with, right? When, you know, unless it's like a big brand, like a GM or a Chevy or something like that, I don't even know who the CEOs are of those particular companies off the top of my head. And personally, you know, I don't care. But for smaller companies, I really like to know who the people are, right? Who is it that I'm interacting with? And, you know, it's kind of funny because I go on to like a software like Meet Edgar, I, and I attend their webinars and the person that's putting on the webinar is, you know, the same person who's on the website, who is the same person who is responding to my emails, which is actually kind of cool. Cause then I feel like I know them right when I'm, when I'm at, when I'm doing this. So, uh, anyways, the, the, the moral story is the reason why I'm, I'm bringing this up is, is because, uh, in this day and age, people really like to know who they're doing business with, right? Who, who, who am I giving my money to? What are the causes that you believe in? What are the what are the things that you find important? How are you helping people? Uh, is also a big thing as well. And so by being the face of that company, by getting out there and saying, hey, this is who we're helping and this is who we're trying to help, this helps to really uh, elevate your brand and really to really to explode your business, you know, because people are talking just as much about you as they are of the company. You know, the, the thing is, is that people aren't mutually exclusive, right? So you think of Steve Jobs, you know, of course he is with, uh, you know, with Apple and Tony Robbins, of course, he's got, you know, his 48 companies that he's associated with, right. That he actually owns. Right. And you've got uh, Dave Ramsey. And of course you got, you know, his company Ramsey solutions. 
So when you go to, you know, the, you know, DaveRamsey.com or whatever it is like that, you're automatically getting, you, you're getting introduced to uh, his business and all the free tools that he offers. And of course, then he's got his value ladder uh, that he is going to try to ascend you uh, up as well. Uh, so anyways, moral of the story is that if you're feeling really stuck, think about the opportunity that you have uh, to become the leader, uh, like the forward facing leader, whether, you know, especially, of course, it works better if you're the leader inside of the company, but becoming a leader right out there in your space, putting your face out there, putting your voice out there, putting your message out there. People want to find you. People want to, you know, connect with other people who are like them, you know, whether you're, uh, you know, for a profit or a nonprofit, whatever that might be, but just make sure that you're taking that time uh, to actually getting your voice out there. You know, and, and that's why, you know, for a lot of people out there, when, you know, the, when you go out there and you start putting your message out there and you're, you're trying to find and connect with your ideal client, you know, literally, you know, the, the sky, the sky, well, actually the sky really isn't the limit because you can keep running going. You can still find people, you can still connect with people uh, as you're going up there, you know, and if you're just a, you know, if you're just a faceless corporation, I think a lot, like there's a good percentage of the time where you're just going to hit a spot where you're just going to plateau, you know? And so, you know, moral story is become the charismatic leader, right? Start the podcast, write the article, you know, get featured in Forbes, whatever it is, because that's what people are looking for, right? They're looking to connect with other people. So anyways, uh, just something that was rattling around in my head this morning uh, after doing uh, some research and uh, I hope you guys are all doing well and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Cheers. Hey everyone, before you go, if you're wondering how you can use podcasting for your business, then visit podcastleadgeneration.com and get the framework that showcases three ways to generate more leads for your business using podcasting. Once again, that's podcastleadgeneration.com. Make it a great day.